As we were listening to the story, we all know that God and Jesus, their love, right? But as we know that, we also know that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And as we were reading on the passage, we're going to focus on uh, verse 9, which says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. So our title for this morning is, We Are Peacemakers. If you, uh, I'm sure you know that, you have heard that before, but uh, can you raise your hand if you uh, think or ever thought if you're a peacemaker? Yeah, everybody? <laughs> okay. Um, so for you to understand that, we need to know what a peacemaker is, right? Though we know and that we uh, have a completely understanding about what a peacemaker is. If you guys don't know, I have, uh, I have it here. It's a person who brings about peace, especially by reconciling adversaries. So, reconcile adversaries. That is really important to be a peacemaker. Because it's a difference between when you are a peacemaker and when you just want, like, you know, everything just to be peace. As we know, peace is not always in our lives. We go to difficult times either in our, with our families, at work, with friends, with society, with the things that are happening in the world. And it's hard to experience peace, like fullness. But peacemaking is not the absence of conflict. Never are we are instructed to run for conflict. And that's true. That's in the Bible. We were not instructed to run from conflict. As... Picturing that is like um, when you put your head in sand and hoping that the conflict will end. Only delays the inevitable, right? We can't hide from conflict. That's not possible. You need to confront the conflict. And that's what a peacemaker is. You know, it was hard for me to understand that. And I was, when I was thinking about it. It was, am I a true peacemaker? You know, I have like, a, we all have life experience. We all know when we've been in situations that it was hard, that we didn't just want to be part of that, that we just wanted to be over, to end, and just never think about that ever again. Because it's hard. You know, when we go to circumstances that are in our lives, that we need to reconcile either with a person or somebody from your family or anybody who has hurt you. It's hard. And the Bible says that we need to seek for that peace. And to be able to do that, you need to be a peacemaker. But uh, to be able to be a peacemaker is not easy. I find that myself that is the hardest thing you can do. Because once you have been hurt or somebody has done something either bad or evil to you, it's hard to have that conversation with that person. As I was thinking about it, I I remember one time when I, I had a really like, uh, bad experience with like, from people from the church, my parents' church, and uh, I'm the kind of person, that was when I was like 17 or 18, so I was pretty young, you know, no experience with conflicts or anything like that, so everything was new for me. I just knew that something was wrong, and then I needed to talk about with this with my pastor and the person who was involved. And as you guys uh, can imagine, it didn't go well, because, you know, 
first of all, I didn't have experience. <laughs> so I just knew, you know, this person has hurt me so bad, and I need to confront this, and I needed to, like, talk about it because I need to move on. So uh, uh, it was one of the leaders of our church, and, you know, they didn't like it. Because I speak, you know, what I felt, what it was the truth for me. And that ended up, like, for them just to kind of, like, leave our church because they didn't feel like that was okay for me to express how I felt about this whole situation. And that hurt me because that wasn't my purpose. I wasn't, you know, thinking that what will happen, that that will be the outcome of the situation. After that, I say I will never confront anybody. Even if I think it's the right way, it's the right thing to do. Because I saw the consequences. So I tried to, like, over the years, try to, all my problems, all my issues, just put it on the side. Just take a break from that. Don't deal with that because you know, you know the consequences. And it was hard. And I asked God and I pray and I say, why do I feel this way? Aren't you, we called to be a peacemakers? you know, to face our conflicts. Why do I feel the need just to, like, put everything, my feelings, kind of, like, like in a box and don't share that with, with anybody else? Well, as you know, as you guys know, conflict doesn't go away. It was this situation, you move on, it's going to be coming something else, right? And sure enough, a few years later, I was a little older. I would think more wiser, maybe not. <laughs> similar situation with one of my really good friends. I love him like, as, like my, my dad. So uh, I was working for him. And same thing that, you know, we have a difficulty and I needed to tell him how I feel again. But I knew for previous experience that sometimes that doesn't go well. But the difference this time, instead of trying to do it with my own understanding, with my own wisdom, I pray to God. I say, God, this is how I feel. This is how I think this is not right. And I, don't, I never want to like put you know, like 100% and somebody's like, this is their fault. Even if it's 90% their fault and I have like 5%, I still have to deal with my 5% of the problem, of the issue. So you need to think about that. What is it that, you know, if somebody's like having like a problem with you, what is it that I need to deal with first? Because when you seek peace, when you are a peacemaker, you need to do that. You can't blame somebody 100% because it's like, it's, it's a conflict between two. So everybody has, even if it's little or a lot, has something to do with the conflict. But uh, the idea of peace dominates the Bible. And the Bible opens peace at the beginning in Genesis in the garden and closes with peace in eternity which uh, we can see through the whole Bible that peace is a theme in the Bible. So God cares about peace in our lives. So I find out very interesting that um, as I was studying for, for this, it's more the 400 references in the Bible that talks about peace. And as I mentioned before, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And if you guys know the story of Jesus, as we were hearing with the kids, Jesus is love. 
Jesus cared for us. Jesus came and died for our sins. But through the whole story of Jesus, we see how he deals with conflict. Wherever he went, wherever he teaches, it was conflict. It was always somebody who didn't agree with him. Because speaking truth brings conflict. But if we pass or we move on from that conflict, with the help of Jesus, it's always peace going to come out. The outcome will be peace, but not without the conflicts. So I want you guys to understand this, because this is really important. So we can have the fullness of peace without the conflict, which is what's like, yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know about that. It's kind of like I'm struggling with that because we don't like the conflict. I don't like conflict. <laughs> but uh, it's important for us to know that when, even when it's painful, it's still good because God is going to do something through that. So peace is not just stopping the, the war. Or peace is not creating righteousness that brings the two parties together in love. Have you guys heard about the word shalom? Has anybody heard about the word shalom before? Good. So you guys know what that means, right? Shalom. <laughs> oh, okay. It's okay. I can explain it. Um, so shalom is the desire from somebody to have that happiness, to have that peace. So use, when you say shalom to somebody else, you're desiring the fullness of God in their lives. You want them to be happy. You want them, the righteousness of God to be in their lives. That's where you're saying shalom. But I have heard, like, so many people that shalom is when you take time off from everybody else. It's like, I need a break. I need to go. I'm going to spend some time by myself. Uh, nobody else. Uh, that's not shalom. Uh, if you have heard that, that's not shalom. Shalom means that <laughs> you're not taking a break from people. You're not taking a break from all the conflict that is around you. Shalom is even when you're in conflict. Even when you're struggling in life, even when it's hard and it's painful, God desires for you to have peace. God wants you to be happy. And when you say shalom to somebody, that's what you're telling. We desire the fullness of God in your life, that God will bless you, that God will make and have peace for you, whatever the circumstances, whatever you're going through. And the definition is really long, but I kind of make it short. So um, that's basically what it means, shalom. God's hired good for you in a creative force for goodness. So we are peacemakers. We don't only stop the war. We replace it with righteousness of God. So whatever the conflict is, is not just to stop it and just forget about it. You know, because sometimes we can just walk away. That's kind of, you know. We don't like to have conflict, so we just stop it right there and walk away. But that's not God's desire. How are you going to like, share with others what God is doing in your life if you, you, every time you have conflict, you just walk away? How is God going to work in your life and the life of the person you have the conflict with if you don't confront that? And when I'm saying that, I'm not saying that you need to argue, you need to have like a, like, no, that's not what I mean by that. When I say that, you need to become 
you know, tender. You need to know that your brother and sister also seeking, seeking for that peace. That has to be conflict, yeah. You have to speak truth. But what the outcome should be is that peace, finding from one another. And you're going to seek help from who? Jesus, because he is the Prince of Peace. So if we uh, deal with conflict, I didn't finish my story, but uh, I talked to my friend. And while I was, you know, dealing with this, like I say, I was a little bit better with that. So I pray about it, and I still confront him. He didn't like what he, what, what he heard from me because he wasn't happy. So we just kind of like, would he have to get in the middle of that? He said, hey, you guys are like speaking too loud, so you guys should take a break and think about it and pray about it. So uh, I felt in my heart that I needed to, you know, go back and apologize, even if I was the one who was being hurt to begin with. And I was like, why do I need to do that? It's his fault, not mine. But I strongly like, feel in my heart that God was like telling me, you need to go back and apologize. And I was wrestling with that because it wasn't the first time that it happened to me. <laughs> and I was, why every time it has to be me? <laughs> but you know what I find out when I did that? I went back and I talked to my friend. And I said, you know, I'm sorry. I know we are good friends and I don't want our relationship to end. I love you. You're my friend. But I want you to understand, you know, why I say this and how I feel about it. And as we were, like, talking, he started crying, and I was like, and this is a guy who, like, never seemed like, you know, he, he cries, but, like, when it's something really, like, you know, difficult for him. And he said, you know, I love you, too. You're my friend. And I find out, you know, that saying, you know, that I'm sorry and putting not you first, but God desire for your life first, it changes everything. It changes the response of people. It changes the way you talk to people. It changes your heart. And that's what we're looking for when we talk about peacemakers. We want to change. We want something different in our lives. But it doesn't come easy. It's not that easy. It's hard to be a peacemaker. But it's important for us to understand that it's so important. So uh, when I say that, I'm not trying uh, to say that uh, you should forget about everything you have learned in life. No. I'm trying to tell you that whatever you go through, if you really speak truth into people and they really seek that too, they will hear from God and they will understand what really peace is about. And um, Going through this, it really changed a lot of me and, and my you know, perspective about peacemakers. Because it's a way for us to share the gospel too. Like, how do you share the, the gospel when you're a peacemaker? How can we do that? How we understand, you know, sharing the gospel when like, we are true peacemakers. And we all know that the gospel is good news, right? That is spreading the truth about who God is in our lives. And when you're a peacemaker, that's what you want. You want to reconcile people with God. And if you know about Jesus, that's what he came, 
That's why he died for us. That's why he loved us so much. Because he wants us to reconcile with the Father. And that's why it's important to be a peacemaker. When we call ourselves believers, Christians, follower of Jesus Christ, it's so important to do that. So, for us, and if we read to Scripture, no one can come become peacemakers until he founds peace in himself. We cannot give that if it's not real to us. Peacemaking begins with an experience of peace in our own hearts. So, in other words, if you haven't experienced peace in your heart, how can you give peace to others, right? You need to reconcile whatever you need to do in your life so you can be able to give that peace. Because if you don't do that, it will happen what happened the, uh, uh, the first time I, I, I deal with conflict. Just make things worse. Because you don't have peace in your heart. I remember when I was talking to this person, I was talking in a way that it was not, I didn't have peace in my heart. It was anger. It was a lot of frustration. It was a lot of things going on. It wasn't peace in my heart. And that's why people receive things in a different way that is not healthy, it's not good. And instead of fixing a problem, instead of trying to fix this and that, you just make things worse. And that's what is important for us to have that peace in our hearts. So don't go right away if you're not have that peace in your heart to talk about without somebody else, because it will be a totally, like, mess. So that's important for us to see. And I do have a few uh, points here for you, like guidance. If you never, like, I don't know what is in your heart this morning. I don't know the things you've been dealing with this week or this year. We're in February. But I know that God's, that God has something in your life, that he wants to work and he wants to teach you ways to be a peacemaker. And I have these, like, uh, points that are really important. That things that work for me, and they're probably going to work for you, is whenever you're in conflict, talk to God first. Whatever you're dealing with, talk to Him first. It's the most important thing that I find out. Regardless of the problem, regardless of the issue, whatever the circumstances you're in, talk to God first. Uh, there's a moment in my life that I want to confront a person right away, and I stop. I say, God, I want you to give me peace. I want you to, like, uh, put in my heart the right thing that I have to say this or to do this. Because otherwise, you know me and I know myself. It's not good. <laughs> it's not going to come out good. So it's important for us to talk to God first. He shows us the parts and oftentimes the things that we're doing wrong. Our behavior and attitude to the conflict. And, and delaying this conflict delays reconciliation. So when you know you have a problem and when you know you have to deal with something, if you delay this, you will delay the reconciliation with the person you have the issue with or the problem. So talk to God first. Um, another important part of this is take the first step. Even if you're the person who got, had a, got hurt, uh, 
you should take the first step. I know it's hard. Sometimes we don't know how, how to do that. But it's important for us to take the first step. And why I'm saying this is you are to make the first move. Peacemakers take initiative. But you say, why? Why should I go to this person when they are the ones that hurt me? Like I told you before, uh, and I, I pray that, you know, God, you know, speaking to your heart, that his desire for you is to be blessed, is to be happy. And if you make the first step, you're obedient of what God is telling us. Another thing that is important is tell the other, other person how you feel. Uh, I find that that very truth. And attacking the problem, not the person, it's different. You are going to attack their problem, not the person. Um, clarifying and don't confront. Cooperate as much as possible. Emphasize, emphasize reconciliation, not the resolution. Sometimes, even when we like, do all these things that I have mentioned, you need to focus on reconciliation, not the resolution. Because we don't know what's going to happen, right? We don't know if the conflict is going to be, the outcome is going to be good or bad. Sometimes we have conflict and we, we can say we do the right thing and the person is still mad at us, even if it's their fault. So don't focus on that resolution because resolution sometimes is not going to come the way we want it. Focus in the reconciliation and remember to, that God wants to have that peace in, in your heart. And what I mean by that is that um, some people, they just like to pick a fight. Some people, they don't want to reconciliate. Some people, they just are wired that way. I don't know why, but, uh, but as long as you try and as long as you ask God that you seek this reconciliation with that person, that's what you should focus on. And another important thing is, is stop talking about the people who have hurt you uh, to other people. So oftentimes, we don't want to confront the person, we don't want to deal with the problem, but we do want to talk about them, right, to others. Hey, don't, have, are you friends with this person? You shouldn't because they did this to me and they probably did going to do the same to you. It's like, no, that's a big no, no, you shouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't, you know, talked about the problem with this person, it's not okay to do that because we don't know why and how things happen. But uh, it's important to not do that because a peacemaker never says anything about other person that she or he has not first said to that person. So in other words, if you haven't talked about the issue with this person, you shouldn't talk about it with anybody else because that's between that person and you. Uh, I have a few questions for you guys. Uh, do you know a peacemaker in your life? Do you know somebody who can you really look up for and say, this person is a really peacemaker? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever realized who in your life and your family and the church, I, I'm sure in the church there's a lot of people who is peacemaker. Or maybe at work, we don't know. Have you ever identified somebody who's a true uh, peacemaker? 
If you haven't, I recommend that you should do that. Um, how do we come into a relationship with Jesus, the Prince of Peace? The only way we can have that peace in our heart is if we have the relationship with Jesus, the Prince of Peace, the one who that peace comes from. The other thing that I have learned studying this and through experience in life is the only time that I could deal with conflict is knowing that my relationship with Jesus is first. The knowing that whatever that I go through, He goes with me. Because if I don't have that in my heart, I can't deal with anything that comes my way. It's hard, because if you try to do it on your own, it's impossible. Let me tell you, it's, it's not going to happen. How do you, um, how do you get involved in the Word of God? Of God? Be a peacemaker. What would you be called? Have you you want to be called child of God? You want to be called a peacemaker? You need to follow what the Bible says. And when we read, and I'm going to read it again, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Do you really have one the blessings of God in your life in a way that you can be happy with yourself and with the people that is around you. Like I say, it's not easy. It's hard. But nothing easy, you know, nothing, not, it's nothing easy in our lives, right? Everything sometimes is hard, but we still have to deal with it. And if you follow this, blessing means happiness, and we, we, we went, we've been going through the Beatitudes for the past six weeks, and this is number seven. And if you hear through, through the whole uh, scripture of Matthew 5, it calls everything a blessing. Blessed are the meek because they will what inherit there. And blessed are the peacemakers. Blessings are, it's people that is happy. And the only way that you can be happy if, if you live in God's will. And the person who reconciles with God is Jesus. That's why he is the peacemaker and the prince of uh, peace. Um, I want to close with this. For us to understand a peacemaker, it's a lot of scripture in the Bible that talks about peace. Two of them that are interesting is Psalms 19. Uh, 119, 1 through 8, and basically says, who walks in the Lord's instructions are truly happy. That's a blessing. If you walk in, God, in the Lord's instructions, you are truly happy. Uh, Psalms 119, 1 through 8. 2 Corinthians 3, 1 through 9 says, we are God's co-workers, and you are God's Feel God's building. God is building you in a way that you can be a peacemaker to others, to reconcile people that need God. And if you can share that in a way that can impact people's life, you will be a peacemaker. And this is important for us. I believe if we are really 
in love with our Jesus, our, our Savior, we should follow these things. We should pay more attention of the people that it's around us, They're the people that need that peace. Because if you have ex- experienced that peace in your life, you want to share that to others, right? You want to say, hey, I found this, and it's so good that I want everybody to have it. And that's what we are about. That's why we come to church, not only to listen to a sermon or to, to the worship team that is so great, right? But it's, uh, it's also for having that, you know, fellowship, all of us. And for us to be able to share that with the rest of the world, not just to keep it like here, but we need to go up there and share that wherever you are in your workplace, uh, if uh, your house, with your family, you know, relatives, they, they probably don't have that peace. And you know them. I mean, I'm sure you've been praying for them for years and they still, you know, reconcile with God or, or they haven't found that peace in their lives. And you need to be a peacemaker so you can share with them what you have received in your life. And that's the most important thing this morning. We are peacemakers. We need to follow what the scripture says about that. And we need to understand that it's okay to have conflict. That it's okay to struggle when we have conflict. But it's important for us to understand that the main source of that peace is not us. We're not going to do it on our own. It comes from Him. It comes from our Lord. As we have um, read this morning from the Scripture. And, and that's my desire for, uh, for us, for all of us. Because I, I struggle with that. And, and I'm sure you guys struggle with that too. It's not, it's not easy. But it's important for, for us to understand. So... Um, Let's close in prayer this morning. And as we uh, prayer, as we pray for for this this morning, I want you guys to uh, just think about how you feel. Think about what is in your heart. Think about what you need God to work in your life this morning. And think about how God's going to use you to share that peace with others. So let's pray. Thank you, God, for the blessing of being a peacemaker. Even when it's difficult in our lives, your presence and your love, it's so powerful. And it's something that we just desire. We want you more and more every day, God. Give us us of your peace. We want to have that relationship with you. And we want our life to be changed. And we want the people who surround us to notice that so the life can also be changed through you because you are the Prince of Peace. Thank you, Jesus, because you came and gave your life for us, for our sins. And we're so grateful. And we want to be more like you. In your name we pray. Amen.